0: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
1: well good morning i wanted to start off i really appreciate everybody uh, being here today to talk about these very important timely issues But I want to start off by addressing uh, the announced uh, legislation by the Senate based on uh, their negotiations that was released uh, last evening. Uh, As Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson has made it very clear this bill is an absolute non-starter in the House of Representatives. It leaves far too much open interpretation to the Biden administration, which we have already uh, seen incredible negligence from in securing the southern border. It would effectively allow 5,000 illegal immigrants to cross our borders every single day. That's 1.46 million every year. This deal even allows massive workarounds on the caps and just gives all the discretion to the Biden administration, which has already failed us time and again. It does not end catch-and-release policies that have been a major contributor to this crisis and instead gives asylum seekers automatic work permits. That further fuels this problem. It's like putting a neon sign saying, come on in, we're open for business. And that's been the problem that we've faced uh, as we've been rubber stamping people as asylum seekers. I cannot vote for anything that will provide amnesty and further incentivize illegal immigration. This deal is a disingenuous attempt to address the concerns that the American people have raging right now you know they're watching the footage they're seeing the stories every single day and watching what's going on at the southern border and they cannot stomach this going on any further this is uh, not an honest attempt to tackle that problem we need to get to the root of the problem and shut down the border house republicans have been dedicated to fighting for border security policies since day one of this Congress. In a few hours, my colleagues on the House Rules Committee and I will be considering two articles of impeachment against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. After a year-long investigation on the crisis at the southern border, the House Committee on Homeland Security found that Mayorkas is chiefly responsible for the chaos and the devastation that has unfolded over the past three years at our nation's borders. The impact of this border crisis has reached far beyond our southern states. As many New Yorkers have experienced in the last few years the chaos that the migrant crisis has brought, the situation has escalated to such an extent that the state of New York is now spending billions of dollars of your hard-earned tax dollars to address the fallout of their sanctuary city policies in this Biden border crisis. We're seeing kids being forced in New York City into remote learning so that public schools can be repurposed for housing for illegal immigrants. The very same people that have disrespected our laws and are bringing the same violent crime to our state. I am disgusted at the reports that we saw over the summer of the sexual assault that asylum seekers here in Western New York uh, brought on our community. I've also spent a lot of time hosting roundtables across my district, all across the Southern Tier and here in Erie County on the fentanyl crisis. This drug is coming across our southern border every single day. The Chinese produce it, they sell it to the cartels, they mule it into the country, and they kill our kids. They've killed thousands of Americans, leaving our local law enforcement to clean up the mess. And now, in a move that defies any reason whatsoever, New York City Mayor Eric Adams has decided that we need to give $53 million in hard-earned taxpayer dollars to, uh, on prepaid credit cards to those that have come into this country illegally. This is pure madness, and it puts people that break the laws first, and it puts the hardworking, law-abiding taxpayer last. When we look at the border crisis that has hurt communities like ours across the country, we can't ignore the actions of Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. They, those actions have led to this he must be held accountable, and that's why we're pursuing articles of impeachment today. The first article of impeachment is based on Secretary of America's willful and systematic refusal to comply with the federal immigration laws, and his actions that have undermined the rule of law. This is a direct violation of his oath of office. Despite clear evidence that the Biden administration's policies have led to unprecedented illegal immigration, the fentanyl crisis, cartel control at the southern border, and debilitating financial costs, Secretary Mayorkas has implemented Biden's catch and release scheme, violating uh, detention requirements, and misusing parole authority. The second article of impeachment centers around his complete breach of the public trust he violated his oath as well as, uh, as well to faithfully discharge the duties of his office and his statutory duty to control and to guard the border of the United States of America. When he first took office and abandoned the previous administration's policies, he failed to replace them with viable solutions that would a- enable the Department of Homeland Security to man- maintain control of the border. He also lied to the American people when he lied to Congress to downplay the chaos that he and President Biden had unleashed on our southern border, and he obscured Congress's investigation every single step of the way. Secretary Mayorkas has demonstrated that he will remain a national threat and a threat to border security and to the American people's health and safety if he's allowed to remain in office. Now, it's unmistakably clear, Congress must exercise its constitutional duty to hold Secretary Mayorkas accountable and to bring articles of impeachment against him. However, Secretary Mayorkas has not acted alone in uh, his efforts to undermine our border security. President Biden has repeatedly taken action to reverse Trump-era policies that we know work. Illegal immigration was at its lowest level in decades, uh, and he implemented policies that have made our nation a magnet for illegal immigration. Under President Biden's watch, more than eight 8.3 million illegal immigrants have entered this country. I'm going to repeat that number. Under President Biden's watch, 8.3 million illegal immigrants have entered the United States of America. House Republicans have identified at least 64 actions taken by President Biden to open our borders, wide open borders, since his very first day in office when he terminated the national emergency at our southern border and announced a 100-day moratorium on deportations and immigration enforcement. Every day since then, he has funded sanctuary cities. He has ended Remain in Mexico policies in favor of releasing millions of illegal migrants into our country. This has resulted in dire consequences for the American people from the deadly fentanyl pandemic to the outrageous attack on New York City police officers just last weekend. This is a crisis created by executive order, and the president has the power to fix it by executive order. And as uh, we have uh, outlined here how he created the problems, and this is what he can do by executive order today if he wanted to fix the problem. He doesn't have to wait for a bipartisan agreement. We're clearly in very divided government. He can fix this right now put it in black and white, slap an executive uh, seal on it, and we can seal that border. He has the executive power to do this. His recent calls for legislation are just too little, too late. Uh, And it's clearly an attempt to cover himself during an election year. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, the illegal immigration crisis is the number one issue raging across the country. Biden's at 60 percent disapproval rating, and now he's found religion on the border. It's ridiculous. It's 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 honestly embarrassing, and this lack of leadership that we've had on keeping Americans safe um, is 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 something that the American people can't forget. And he's not going to pass the buck and say, "Well, you wouldn't agree to this legislation that obviously um, doesn't go far enough. It normalizes illegal immigration and in in gives um, far too much in." we're supposed to just trust him to do the right thing when he's not not done the right thing for the last three years. At the end of the day, the Biden border crisis has turned every American community into a border community, and it has destroyed countless American families in the process. The American people have had enough of the chaos unfolding at the southern border, and they don't want the chaos coming to the northern border, which is the new uh, attack area for many of the cartels as we see a 1,000% increase in illegal crossings in the last year alone. That's why the House Republicans passed HR2, the strongest border security bill in our nation's history. It has been sitting at the Senate, at the Majority Leader's office, since May. And that's why we're moving to impeach Secretary Mayorkas, and that's why we need to hold President Biden accountable for his role in this. They can pass HR2 and solve this problem tomorrow, Today, tonight, whenever, it can be done. But uh, the time for decisive action is now, and I'll be happy to take your questions. Dave McKinley, Channel 2 News. No, Governor Hochul ought to be embarrassed uh, spewing the political rhetoric. I mean, we have been on a soapbox about this issue since the beginning of the year. Again, this can be fixed by executive order. It was created by executive order. We had the border under control. Was it perfect? No, but it was under control. The president opened the border wide, and it wasn't until it starts hitting her bottom line at the state budget level after New York City, as a sanctuary city, has embraced and said, welcome, please come here, and then they seem surprised when when all of a sudden they're full. Uh, You know, over the the summer, she tried to say, oh, there's no more room. Don't come here. There's a gravy train. People are coming here to get on it, to take advantage of New York State taxpayers, because we give so much so quickly in this state, and and we have, have a government in New York City that has pledged not to follow federal laws. She ought to be embarrassed. She ought to call on the New York City Council to have an emergency session tomorrow to repeal their sanctuary city policies. And what do you think is I, I, I think um, you, you can't look at anything other than it's on purpose because no one could be this incompetent. Ultimately, it's to bring more people into this country that will abide by their political beliefs. I believe, is, I, I believe that there, there's a, a movement to do it. There's no other logical explanation as to why uh, you would have a borderless southern border. I mean, our, our citizens have been invaded. If you talk to any of the members of Congress from Texas talking about their district on the southern border and what has happened, uh, you know you've well, got. What kind of outreach is the Republicans doing to to, to, to make these people vote
0: Republican? If they I, they're
1: they're they're not citizens, so they shouldn't well, be voting in any election. They, they would be. So what, what kind of I I, I will pay. I will not support a path to citizenship in any way, shape, or form. So in unless. In, in uh, I don't know why they want them here. I I ultimately don't know why there is a movement to just have no borders. Uh, You would have to ask the President, why are you so negligent in your duties? Why have you made America less secure? Why do you think it's a good idea to let people? Because this isn't about Mexico anymore. That's just the point of entry. This is every country in the world. Chinese nationals. I mean, 200 people just this year alone from the terrorist watch list. The terrorist watch list. I mean, I gave you the number 8.3 million over the, uh, the Biden administration, but just in the month of December, 302,000. 302,000 in one month. That's messed up. That's messed up. I mean, we have allowed greater uh, population uh, to come into this country through illegal immigration than the population of 17 of American states. The American people are fed up. They're pissed off. They want action, and the president can do this. The president could do this with a stroke of a pen because he created the problem with a stroke of a pen, and now they want to put a very weak T immigration bill and in, in, in combine it with foreign aid bills and say, oh, this is a good compromise. This is weak. This is unacceptable, and we can't trust the administration to actually secure the border, but I will be damned if I support a bill that normalizes 5,000 illegals coming into this country every day.
0: Issue with this border bill. I mean,
1: we're finding more and more issues every page we read in this bill, uh, and, and the analysis is still really being done as to what it means, but it, catch and release is still alive and well. A remain in Mexico is not reinstituted. Remain in Mexico is the single most important policy uh, to, to shutting down the massive uh, influx of illegal immigrants that we saw during you know the Obama years remain in Mexico, you know, we got uh, cooperation from the Mexican government, they provided their own National Guard to help do it, and it, it, it solved a lot of asylum, the asylum problems. I mean, what, what have we done here? We've had a president that's allowed everybody to come in, we've called them all asylum seekers, we know damn well that only maybe 90%, you know, 10% will actually qualify for asylum when they get a court date. Um, uh, th- this this is not going to solve the problem we need a sudden shutdown and it could happen it could happen the president chooses not to let it happen and and i i, I just that's why this bill is dead in the, in the house yeah
0: do you think the rest of your, your conference is generally with you
1: i have not seen uh any anyone yet that is uh, excited about the entire package has been put forward. I mean, there, there, certainly not every word in the, on the piece of paper is bad, um, but I, I don't see any future for this bill. I know that you, uh, Congressman, you mentioned this as uh, being a significant problem at the southern border, but you have uh, expressed in the past that there are some concerns at the northern border, kind of just, I guess, how does this tie into your concerns with activity at the northern border, whether it's in western New York or yeah. across the spectrum? Yeah, uh, I, I, border security. Um, is is critical. We're we're a binational community. I mean, think of the angst that we all had when we heard of the crash that happened at the border plaza, and the fear in in, in that pit in your stomach, and, and what we thought what could have been. Uh, that's what living in a binational community does. We have to have our guard up at all times. We have millions of fighting age men from all over the world that have walked into our country. You know, Kathy Hochul's feeding and clothing them with your tax dollars in New York City. We don't know what their intention is. We don't know why they came here. Um, I, 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 trust me, they're not, you know, Mormon missionaries coming in here to uh, spread the gospel. Uh, we have not protected the American people. The northern border, and and we're going to be doing some stuff this spring once uh, the weather breaks for good, uh, to highlight the northern border more. Uh, I'm part of a northern border security caucus that wants to bring more attention and awareness to the fact that we have the largest unguarded Um, you know border in in the world I mean it's a it's a beautiful peaceful partner that we have in Canada but their immigration policies are a lot different than ours Uh, I spent a day in August as some of you covered it with uh, our folks at U.S. Border Patrol up in Grand Island Um, those men and women that do that job they're they're incredible and it was uh, really so eye-opening to what what they the resources they have to cover it But also just how much territory they have in the Buffalo sector, which goes from here all the way down to Virginia, Uh, and then the Swanton district—that's all of the rest of upstate down into New York City. Uh, They have a huge role, and we have to watch this this Southern Border. We're we're dealing with an international conglomerate that we're up against. This isn't, you know, just a a ragtag bunch. I mean, this is a multi-billion-dollar industry. And, you know, the cartels have money, they have vehicles, they have weapons, they have intelligence. I mean, this is like facing off with a government in a war, because we are in a war uh, for the safety of our own country. And we can't allow, you know, the the northern border, which is certainly more porous, uh, to be assaulted. You know, we're we're not going to propose a wall on the northern border, but damn it, we need to finish the one on the southern border. That would, you know, that, that razor wire that Governor Abbott put there, that's helping out. That's slowing things down, Um, you know. It's just you know, common sense has to prevail, and that's what I think the American people struggle with. When I go around, you know, the district people are like, "Why can't they see what's going on?" You know, why is the president fighting the governor of Texas about razor wire? If you don't belong in here, don't go up to the razor wire. Pretty easy.
0: What's the tangible impact of a congressional article of impeachment against a captive member?
1: Well, it's only been done once but i think that this is very important to have this debate it it flushes this out into the open and just shows how damn serious we are about this that he is so derelict in his duties he is so smug he has withheld so much information i believe he's lied to the congress i mean you you're going around telling the american people that uh the southern border is secure 8.3 million people have come across the border again people on the terrorist watch list I mean, th- th- this is a dereliction of duty that I don't think we have ever seen from a cabinet secretary. And, and whether this is uh, a willful ignorance and incompetence or he's just the stooge that's been put forward to do the dirty work of this administration, uh, we're going to flush that out. And, and I believe that we will pass that article this week. Uh, you know, the border's on the ballot this year. And unfortunately, we're going to have to make a choice um, in November uh, as to which direction we're going to go open borders or sealed borders.
0: Isn't there a separation of powers issue here, though? The, the president is generally the one that makes the decisions on their appointments once. That confirmation comes through
1: uh, the, the sense of the new precedent doesn't it? but i i mean this this certainly is something that's only been done once uh but the, but the dereliction of duty i think needs to be put on full display here now you know will 60 senators do the right thing no i mean let's let's, let's get real 60 senators won't do the right thing on most things uh i mean the, this border bill is great evidence of that i mean this is garbage and the fact that this was the product that everyone's waited for for two months, Joe Biden could have faxed that over.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.